There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. ToeGrips.com. ToeGrips.com with Dr. Busby. That blog is awesome. I mean, anything you need to know, the blog is great. And Dr. Busby will have all your answers for you. The toe grips are great for your dogs if they struggle to walk on wood floors, but they otherwise can get around in grass and carpet, right? That's a great thing. Uh, and the Encore Mobility Supplement, uh, supplement, which we've mentioned Luther takes all the time. He takes it in the morning. Uh, some dogs take it multiple times a day, and it's uh, it helps them around. Like I truly believe that that is the reason why Luther, at 10 and a half years old, is running around like a crazy person as often as he is running around with a crazy person. There goes Luther. What is Luther? Like, he is nuts. He will not stop. It is crazy. Crazy. But, like, it's nuts. He's like, he doesn't want to stop. He's always wanting to go, go, go. So, toegrips.com, toegrips.com. Uh, the uh, promo code is Luther. It's going to be it's going to be a wacky one tonight. Anyway, toegrips.com, promo code Luther saves you 10%. Check out Dr. Busby's blog. It is toegrips.com. This is the Josh Ennis Show. Howdy, everybody. Welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. It's Josh and Jilly is somewhere and Luther is somewhere. And uh, Luther, get in here. Get in here and get on your couch. It's podcast time. We got to talk to our friends on the pod. Get up there, Luther. Luther, hey, guys, everybody want to see the Luther cam? Luthy cam is here. Yay. There's a lot of junk on the couch. I, I do get naked in here a lot. So, anyway, welcome everybody that is joining us tonight. Harold's first in tonight. First one in is Harold. Hello to uh, Ariel. She is one of our, uh, I believe she's the one that's from, uh, she's a Nashville listener, right? Southern Belle. Yep. Hey, Josh, it's Ariel. Today's my birthday, and I thought I'd reach out and say hello. Well, hello. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ariel. Hi, Ariel. Uh, and of course, Joe and Philly is here, and JJ Head One says, hell yes, first time chat. Hello, friend. Uh, let's see, Buffalo Blizz. Come on, Luther. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That a boy, Luther. Nasty Nate's here. Ninja Turtle 2021 is here. People are joining us tonight. We've got some beer. There are shots that can be done as well tonight. Uh, again, that's uh, as uh, we tell you every time we do one of these drinking shows. It's uh, Luther. Hold on. Let me get everybody in the shot at least, Luther. Luther. <laughs> Is it possible for you to chill at all? We're just trying to do a podcast. We're just trying to hang out with our friends. Is it possible for us to hang out with our friends? Anything? No? <laughs> no. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nashville is the land of SummerSlam. Yes, it is. Uh, we're going to be at SummerSlam tomorrow. So uh, we got our tickets. We're ready to go. Uh, should Debating be a- if I should wear my glasses or not. I don't know. I don't want to be able to not see. Then why wouldn't you wear your glasses? Because I like how I look better without them. I think you look great with glasses. What's wrong with glasses? I I wear glasses every day. Well, I'm where? I wear them. I wear glasses every day. So you know what? Like, you you have no issue with you wearing glasses. You can wear glasses. You look nice. Everybody tell Jilly she looks nice in glasses. You know how I feel? Virtually... 
every chick looks better in glasses and a lot of times chicks that like that like that we were watching uh, crazy ex-girlfriend right and what's the girl esther the comedian the jewish comedian that's on the show yep like she wears glasses like oversized glasses on the show and she looks cute she doesn't wear glasses she doesn't look cute glasses really make like a, a huge difference in all of this stuff so uh but anyway glad you guys are with us today what are you doing luther what are you are nuts dad put my camera on Dad, put my camera on. Oh, God. Luther, you've already had your cod and everything. You've eaten. You've had your cod. Yep. What are you doing, crazy man? You're nuts. He's had, he had everything. You're nuts, I say. He pooped. Uh, you went on a walk? Yeah. I mean, we're, we've hill. done everything. You're we've naked. done everything. Your collar's not on. Uh, Josh, is that an Eagles jersey over there? Yes, Nasty Nate. That is a Hollis Thomas jersey. Hollis in a... <laughs> I think it was for Christmas one year. He just gave us all like tank jerseys. It was a, it was a it was a fun Christmas gift. Just tank jerseys. And it became Luther somehow. He loves it. He does. Like I left it in here one day. Luther laid on it. I guess he feels Tank's presence. It's like an authentic tank jersey. So uh, not a game worn or anything, but it is an authentic tank jersey. Uh, Lou Ray just says, Jilly be sexy. Okay, I'm leaving. I'm hoping to hear or see this later. Love you, fuckers. Okay, Thanks, Lou, Lou Rages. See you later. Uh, let's see. Southern Bell says, Jilly, you look beautiful with glasses. I wear them every day, 24 well, 7. Ariel you. says, You look very nice in glasses. Maybe I'll just wear my glasses tomorrow. It'll be easier if it's not sunny because, you know, that's my biggest issue is I don't need to wear my glasses when it's sunny. It's like, you know, in twilight and like when it gets dark, I can't see. I'm at that point of LASIK, you know, 12 years later. Yeah. So I only need them at night, and I'm not bringing a bag to SummerSlam. I don't bring bags to events. People who bring bags to events, it's not smart. No. Uh, there are a lot. Here's the thing about women, bless their hearts. There are a lot of dumb ones. And I understand that men don't have to worry about bringing bags, so this is something that doesn't concern well, me. But dumb. I get it because it's convenient to have a purse. Like, I would rather have my purse with me at, like, a sporting event because then you can have your wallet in your purse. You have your ID in your purse. You can bring your glasses. You can bring your lipstick. Like, if I would have had a purse in the Superdome at the Saints game, I probably wouldn't have lost my ID. But alas. But I don't want to wait in the long bag line. And a lot of places now, even with a small purse, they don't let you in unless it's a clear bag. I had a friend who had to like leave a purse in the parking lot at Cowboy Stadium at Arlington, Jerry World. Oh yeah. And she tried to like hide it behind a light pole. <laughs> she came back, it was gone. But it was not there. Alas, twasn't to be. Yeah. But no, I would much prefer to have my bag, but I'm not gonna wait in that bag line and I'm not gonna oh. go buy a plastic see through carry bag. Mostly Nor should I don't you have wait to. in the bag line. The bag lines are always tremendously longer. Yep, don't blame you. Uh, hello to our friend Spank at Slap, and I think he said he's got the Arnold Palmers. Uh, he's down in Galveston. Look at you, Galveston. Oh, Galveston, baby. Uh, JC says, Josh is right. Jillian Glasses is hot. I told you, Jilly. Thanks, guys. Jilly's fresh out of the shower, so she's clean. She's got her hair kind of wavy. She's got the glasses Best on. Part about she's bonable this evening. The heat here is I don't have to dry my hair. Yep. What are you drinking tonight? Well, right now I've got Coors. I've got a, just like a hodgepodge of things because we didn't go to the store. Well, because we figured we're going to wrestling tomorrow, so we don't need to buy a ton of beer. So yep. it was kind of a let's finish what we have in the fridge Friday. Yep. And of course, as you guys know, we do shots. We have our uh, 
Our Sammy Tequila over here. <laughs> you want to see Jilly miserable? Like, the goal should be to have Jilly just fucked for this wrestling match on that. No, uh, to, uh, it shouldn't. It, maybe it should, though. No. And, and like, because Jilly's like, I can't drink a lot tonight because I no, have to go. I, I have to I go to wrestling fine. and I want to be fine for wrestling. Well, I'm sorry that last Saturday I couldn't do anything or move off the couch because we drank an entire bottle of tequila. That is also true. And as you mentioned last week. And some vodka maybe. Halfway through, it's kind of an unfair advantage that you and I go shot for shot. Yeah, well, I mean, you make that choice. So again, once we get to 100 bucks, we'll do that. Hey, you know what it'll be? Actually, let me see if the dono link's working. Let me check. Well, to sometimes ma- it does. Oh, sometimes no. it doesn't. I don't think the dono link's working. Oh, what no. do we do? I forgot what to do when that happens. You have to go turn that cloud bot thing oh, on. Oh, no. Hold on, everybody. Talk amongst yourselves. We're going to let some more people join us before uh, we start the uh, the Brocktoberfest festivities. And I don't even know if you can change it while we're streaming live. I don't want to start and stop. I think we can. I think. I'm not positive on that. Uh, Do I have to do it through Streamlabs or Twitch? I don't remember. Streamlabs probably because Streamlabs controls it. Uh, Yep. So I guess I'm going to have to go to Streamlabs. Hold on, everybody. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, boy. Now Uh, you have to remember the password. Good Lord. I know this. Actually, I might have saved it. Let's see if I saved it here. Oh, boy. Come on. Come on, Streamlabs. Hot damn, Streamlabs. Come on, baby. All right. So then we go, or is it CloudBot? We go to CloudBot, and then we go to Commands, and then Dono, and I think we turn it off, right? And then we turn I think it you have b- to turn off the whole CloudBot, too. Oh, okay. So where's Cloud? Where is that? I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to turn that off. Oh, CloudBot. Oh, I got to turn it off. Do I have to turn it back there on? There go. All right, now. Now we'll see if it works. Look at me. I'm starting to get this shit down. And Ace did post the link to the donos, by the way. But here you go. Does it work? Hey, it works. Yeah. Oh, wait. Look at us. It put up some weird thing on there. Oh, there it is. Good. Okay. Where does it go to? No, nowhere. It takes us back to where it needs to go. Click it just to make sure. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. Of course, anybody can feel free to test to see if it works. Okay. All right. We're good to go. Thank you, guys. We love you. And uh, all uh, donos tonight will be uh, used... Uh, at the uh, wrestling match tomorrow, and you are you are pre- supporting the cause by buying beer and pregame for tomorrow. Yes, the pregame festivities. Uh, Osh Oshi says, Josh, do you vape? No, fuck no. Not that I'm judging you if you do or not, but I don't give a shit to do it. It's not really my thing. Uh, when are you going to get the phone line going again? Loved when you would do that on your couch. Well, yeah, that was just people calling our house. We don't have a landline, so I don't really need a landline anymore. And I don't want to give people my cell phone number. And we sold MW Soulgrove the burner phone. Yeah, so we don't really have anything to do no that. phone. So we don't need that. Luther, we don't have a phone. We don't have a phone, buddy. <laughs> Luther, Luther, we don't have a phone. Do we have a phone? No, we don't. <laughs> God, you're crazy. Well, that rhymes with another word. That's the mm, problem. Mm. That's true. And Luther's already uh, become the Codfather tonight, so yep. there's not much we can do except just wait for Luther. We got to ride this out. You may just go give him a CBD now. We got to ride this bad boy out until we uh, until we see what happens with Luther. Uh, Luther. Get crazy. a Skype number, says JJ Head. Yeah, I don't know that I feel like skyping with people all the time. It's a clusterfuck every time we try to like set up a Skype. Well, it's let not- alone having people Skype us while we're you know we're at it. We've been having like pretty good luck with Skype, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Just people buzzing in would be obnoxious. Yes, it would, wouldn't it, Luther? 
Luther, you can relax, you know. We're going to be in here a while. We're podding. We got all sorts of Brock audio. We're ready to go. It's Brocktoberfest in July. Brocktober in July. It's Brocktober in July, baby. So you got just got to lay down a little bit. You got to chill. You got to lay down and just just chill. That's all you got to do, Luther. I know I'm the star of the show, Dan. It's got to Oh, oh, chill. Oh, 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 oh. This dog knows no chill. That's the problem. Are you the star of the show? Uh, Stang the Man is here. Hello, Stang the Man. We're just going to give people time to kind of work their way in. You know, we'll wait a little bit before we get into Brocktoberfest because I want to make sure everybody gets their chance to get in to be part of the party. The so, people just listening to this on the pod are like, what am I listening to? Yeah. Oh, I understand that. But I get all that, but we're just riding this bad boy out. Uh, let's see. Uh, will Miguel make a cameo? I actually looked for the Miguel bit in this email, but I couldn't find any of it. All I have is an email that just says Wheel of Brock audio, and it's like f- 17 cuts from Brock Osweiler, so, like ranging from like, thir- like 10 seconds to two minutes of Brock audio and parodies and everything. So we are loaded with Brocktoberfest in July audio. And if you've missed it, it's all because Brock Osweiler has a new job. He's going to be doing, what, color, right, on a Yeah, see, I thought he was doing studio stuff. Oh, no. As it turns out, Brock is actually going to be a game analyst. Think about that for a second. That means that there's going to be a play-by-play guy, and that means that guy's got to call the down and distance and all the plays and everything. Hopefully he doesn't like to talk because Brock's not going to let him. My guess would be that Brock, his shit, like his comments on one play will go seven plays long. Oh, yeah. Then it's a whole mess. Like, who... Who made this decision? And is there something we don't know about Brock? Like, has he has he changed at all? I mean, based on what we saw on his cameo, he's still the same damn dude. He's still doing the same stuff. He still rambles on about nothing. Um, like, I, I don't, like, I think this is going to be the greatest thing ever. I really just want you to know, like, who saw this? Like, who was watching Brock at a press conference and was like, that guy's going to make for good television. Like, did we do this? I, we might have. I think we might have just wished it into existence, as I think Because we had made that joke a million times that, like, Brock should be on one of these games, and Brock should be on the Manning cast, and Brock should be calling a game. And Yeah, and as it turns out, Brock's going to be calling a game. Brock is legitimately going to be a color analyst, and I'm guessing it's going to be, like, on late-night random that's Pac-12 what that's football. That's I'm thinking, which Because is he's great. got ties because he played at Arizona State, so I'd assume it's going to be Pac-12 shit. So, like, after a long day of watching football, you're blitzed. You've gotten so drunk that you're almost coming down and hung over by, like, 1 in the morning. And at 1 o'clock in the morning, there's going to be, like, an Arizona state oregon state game going on and brock osweiler is going to be doing the call and it's going to be fucking fantastic like nobody loves brock more than this than this crew right here this show nobody loves brock more we are brock supporters so we can't wait now luther is over here luther what seems to be the problem putting on a show luther's this is what we call putting on a show Luther looks sad and pathetic, and then he pants a little bit. I mean, he's eaten. He's gone to the. He's gone to the cod squad. He's gone for a stroll. He's cleaned his teeth. He's pooped. He's done everything, and here he is just doing what he do. Luther, lay down. Somebody asked in here a second ago if they make dog gummies. They make dog. Um, they make dog CBD. Luther takes oh, yeah. it every day. He's got a, there's a meatball form of CBD that he takes. Mm-hmm. And then we have one that we just, it, it's like a liquid form of it that he takes. So, I mean, we, we do all that now. So, Luther. so we read. I mean, unless he has more poop in there. Cause he held that poop in for a while today. <sighs> yep. 
So what do you need? Anyway. All right. Luther, lay down. Luther, lay down. It's not even that hot in here today. Luther, I think you're putting on a show for all the people. Luther, we're about to kick into Brocktoberfest here for everybody, so I need my my attention focused on Brocktoberfest. We've been given a gift by the gods, Luther. The gods have given us this gift, and this gift is Brock's return from exile. Nobody knew where Brock was. All we knew is that he made shitty cameo videos. That's all we well, know. Then he stopped doing that too. And so he, on- he fell off the face of the earth. He just took his seventy-two million or whatever he made and just rode off into the sunset. But now he's back to provide us with greatness, and we're trying to celebrate his entire body of work tonight, Luther, in a very, very important Josh Ennis show. On a Friday night. And staying the man, he's already had his cod skin. Yeah, that's the problem. I know, Luther. I don't know what we're going to do with you. Luther, I need you to chill. You must chill. Chill. Luther? This is why I don't think you can ever handle, like, getting a new dog when and if (laughs) that day ever comes. Yeah. I don't know what you would do with like a younger dog. Well, I'm I'm let's I'm fine. I'm trying to do a podcast here, Luther. I'm trying to do a podcast for my peeps, and they they don't know like look at that. He's panting now. He's putting on a show. That's what I call this. It's called putting on a show. Luther, are you putting on a show? Are you putting on a show for the people? Maybe he doesn't feel good because we gave him noodles with that were no, boiled in salt water. He's fine. Maybe we've given him pancreatitis. This is where we are now. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to avoid giving him human food because he's getting his uh, blood work done in a week. Yeah. And noodles are fine to give him if they're not boiled in salt. But I boiled these in salt for our dinner. And so I only gave him like two, but then I don't know how many you gave him. I gave him like, a, I just took a couple of them and mashed them up and put made them in a bunch of peas. Probably like three of them, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's uh maybe he's he's hurting on the He's dinner. not hurting. He's not hurting. <laughs> this dog is not hurting. He's putting on see, this is what I deal with now. Now it's like it can't just be, oh, he's just, you know, a little hot, panting, whatever. It's like it always goes to the most ridiculous thing. You know he's got pancreatitis now. Well, because I he, he, he ate him. noodles tw- ten minutes ago and now all of a sudden he's got pancreatitis. That was like two hours ago. <laughs> Yes, in the matter of two hours, Luther has developed dog pancreatitis well, from he, eating a couple noodles. He already has liver issues, so it, it goes faster. All right, anyway, now, as we begin uh, to celebrate... Jesus Christ, what? that's a dono-worthy, <laughs> disgusting burp right there. You are nasty. And now Luther's... You, <laughs> you, you, truly, you. you no. truly alarmed him. You, he was fine. No, this was dog like, was laying there, and we were about to start Brocktoberfest, and then you burped, and you woke no, him up. No, it wasn't the burp. It was whenever you slammed down on the counter there. All right, anyway. So, Luther, like, I'm ready. I got the Brock Osweiler wheel of sound, although well, I don't have a wheel. We don't have a wheel. But I do have sound, and I have the Wheel of Fortune theme. So I've got two-thirds of the Wheel of Brock, just, you know, not the wheel. Do you think we're going to get uh, redlined for the Wheel of Fortune song? Does it really matter at this point? I'm not going to play it the whole damn time. But I've got, I've got Wheel of Fortune. We're all ready to go. Party's about to start. And what do we have over here? Maybe you need to move your shirts off his area. Maybe he likes to put his head there. He doesn't want your shirts off. Which I think we're up to like four or five shirts in here now that you just keep stripping. You gonna prop up his pillow? There you go. 
No. <laughs> Luther, it is Brocktoberfest and you're ruining it for everyone. Luther, I'm now looking at you dead in the eye. This standoff's going to have to come to an end. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Brad Hall brings up the tank jersey. He's usually on the other side of the couch. Well, go grab the tank jersey and put it on this side of the couch, Jilly. All right, so um, we've got the tank jersey. Let's see if he'll let... Luther, if this is the answer, I swear. There you go. There's your tank jersey, Luther. Go ahead. All right, Luther. Good boy, lay down. It's Brocktoberfest in July. We got a lot of audio to play. Luther. <laughs> Luther, it is Brocktoberfest, and the people, all they want is Brocktober. You can he- you see how this house is run. Luther. Luther, it's Brocktoberfest. Luther, it's Brocktoberfest, so. How is this still happening? <laughs> Luther, how is this happening? Yeah, he's about to pant again. Luther, you get Luther. You're ruining this for everyone. Well, he has to go potty. He does not have to go potty. We took him outside 10 minutes ago. Julie, take him outside. Take him outside. So I got to man the ship. Take him outside. I'll try, but he's not going to go without you. You have to go potty? Luther, do you have to go potty? Let's go outside and go potty. I, I'm. You got to take him. I mean, I said I would try. You, you got to take him. <laughs> it's a huge show tonight. It's Brocktoberfest. And Luther's putting on a damn show. He's putting on his own show. He's gone rogue. Luther's in business for himself, as they say in the wrestling industry. Luther is in business for himself. Luther. Go outside. Fucking Brocktoberfest, man. You never know what's going to happen. It's like Rumspringer. Brocktoberfest, just like Rumspringer. Brad Hall says what we drink, and well, we got, I got a Coors. I got what's left in the fridge. I don't have much. We're going to have to rely on people doing some donos for some shots tonight. And remember, all the donos tonight... Go to a great cause. And that great cause is um, is buying beers at the wrestling show tomorrow. So you best be ready for that. Best believe that. How is everybody, though? You guys good? Wait, Jelly has returned, which it's been very quick. So my guess is that... wouldn't go outside. Uh, Luther wouldn't go outside. No, he just went and sat on the floor and then jumped on the chair. But the Verlandi man's dealing. Well, you figured he would. Top of the fourth, one out. He's thrown 40 pitches. Ah, uh, well, he's and, doing uh, well. The Astros are up four to nothing. Well, that's good news then. That's good news. All right, then I guess we need to start Brocktoberfest while Luther is doing whatever it is he's doing. I guarantee oh, the second I start Brocktoberfest, the second I start Brocktoberfest, you know what's going to happen? Luther's going to go, "Hey guys, I'm back, and I'm going to bother everybody." Yeah. Oh yeah little monster. I love him, but he's a monster. All right, so I went through my old email today and found about, I'd say roughly seven, I mean, 17, 18, 19 Brock Osweiler pieces of audio. And I'm going to play all of them today. Some are very short. Some are not funny. At the time, I might have thought they were funny, and maybe you still do. 
uh, in terms of like parodies and bits and stuff. Like I've got everything Jim sent me from this, okay? So, once again, it is the Brock Osweiler Wheel of Sound. <laughs> Takes you back to like 2017. To uh, new Brock sound, I think we're gonna get some good stuff. Well, that's the hope. We're the gonna hope. To, like, what can we run through our TV to record audio? Because I feel like we're gonna need it. I gotta find something. We'll figure it out though. But anyway, Brock Osweiler Wheel of Sound. So the first thing on the Brock Osweiler Wheel of Sound is it just says Brock Beavis and Butthead. Brock Beavis and Butthead. Now, of course, it is Brocktoberfest. Yes, that is confirmed. Thank you, Brock. So it is uh, Beavis and Butthead. So I think this is when we took his weird, like, <laughs> laugh. I think it was a cough. It, uh, no, this one wasn't a cough. I think it was kind of like, well, maybe it was a cough. I don't know. We'll, we'll determine that. But we took him and made him Butthead in the intro from Beavis and Butthead. Now keep in mind, we was, did. Was that you doing a Beavis? Yeah, wasn't very good. No, I'm aware. Okay, who else was going to do it? Do you think I was going to walk down the hall and be like, "Hey, AC, can you knock out a Beavis for me?" <laughs> well, Ain't nobody going to do anything for me. I had to do the best I can. I used to do stuff for producer Kenny and uh, his wacky bits. They'd be like, "Hey, can you just come do this really quick?" Yeah, sure. Yeah, because or for Michael Barry. Yeah, the, because they expect us to do that shit. Nobody was going to do anything for me. Not at 790. It was me and Jim for ourselves. All right. Now, this just says Brock on the water. Let's see. Stupid. <laughs> That's very stupid. I agree with that. That is extremely dumb. story where allegedly like brock and bill o'brien got into a fight yeah and he was like yo you only keep me because you need me i really wish we could have like seen that fight i would love nothing more than to have seen that fight i feel like what we can do one day when we have some time and we're bored is we can just take our bill o'brien clips and our brock clips and kind of like have them argue see and then we can make believe that this is what it sounded yes, like yes yes uh now this one is just labeled brock says he does not want to go into too many details but then goes into too many details that is confirmed and and it's um without going into too many details it, it's difficult to explain but you know what i mean by that is is we are you know football is the ultimate team sport and <laughs> We are so close to having all 11 guys being in sync on every single play. And, and I think to be successful in this league week in and week out, it takes all 11 guys every single play to be on the same page. And, um, you know, obviously we have a lot of young pieces that are um, contributing in, in big roles right now that are constantly learning week in and week out. And, and um, like I said, if, if we could throw up the film right here and I can have the clicker and, and walk you guys through, I think you would understand what I'm saying. But um, because of that, I have so much confidence in what we're capable of doing. Now we need to go out there and, and do that and, and um, you know, make those plays and have all 11 guys be in sync. 
Um, but that's what we're striving to do in practice. And, and I thought we got off to a great start um, today. I thought the energy was great. I thought the focus was really great. And um, like I said, we're, we're so close to, to getting all 11 guys moving forward on the same page every single play. And, and I think when that really happens, obviously everybody's going to be able to recognize it and, and they're going to know what I'm talking about. Now, keep in mind that when he said... That is confirmed and, and it's... Um, Without going into too many details, it's... That was five seconds in. And it was about a minute and eight total. There was a minute and 20. So, it was a minute and 20 piece of audio. So that means the next minute and 10 seconds of this was just Brock Osweiler going into great detail on something he did not want to go into great detail on. So imagine now when like his uh, play-by-play guy says, so Brock, did you see that play? What do you think happened there? Oh. <laughs> well, without going into too many details. And then, like, the, like it'll be the end. Of, like, he'll go through two quarters <laughs> yes. explaining the same thing. Like, Brock, that play <laughs> happened 30 minutes ago. Yeah, what? Like, we just wrapped it up. All right, this one is labeled Brock, how to get into the playoffs. Ultimately, to get into the playoffs, you know, one way to do that is to win your division. And, and Coach has done a great job of explaining that to us. <laughs> now, in, in his defense, like, I could really see... <laughs> Bill O'Brien say, guys, you want to get in the playoffs? Just win your division. Just, guys, guys, win the division. You know, Coach has done a really good job of explaining and, that to us. Brock took that to heart, obviously. Totes. He goes, hey, listen, Coach, uh, you know, just if I, he's done a really good job of uh, explaining that to us. My God, that is great. I just, hey, you know, Coach has done a really good job of explaining to us. To get into the playoffs, you know, one way to do that is to win your division. And and Coach has done a great job of explaining that to us. <laughs> just imagine them sitting down. Like Bill O'Brien, all right, you assholes, get in here. Have a seat. Bill O'Brien's here. I coached the Patriots for a little bit. I coached Tom Brady. Sit your asses down. I'm going to tell you something. You guys want to know how to get into the playoffs like we used to do in New England? You win your fucking division, morons. How about that? And Brock was probably like, oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. He's like taking notes. He's got a legal pad, and he's in there like, okay, make the playoffs equals yeah. win division. Or, got it, coach. Or it would have been something like Bill was just being sarcastic. be like, hey, do you assholes even know how to make the playoffs? You win your fucking division. And then Brock was like, oh, Good. I think this is going to be on the test. Yep. <laughs> See, it was a subtle little note he dropped in there, and this is going to show up on a quiz at the end of class. See, and nobody else wrote this down, but I did. And I've got all the info. Ha, 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 To get into the playoffs, you know, one way to do that is to win your division. And, and Coach has done a great job of explaining that to us. All right, this was just labeled uh, Brock is ecstatic. Uh, I'm ecstatic. Um, anytime you can win a football game in the National Football League, there's no better feeling. And then when you add um, it being a road game, when you add it being a divisional game that was extremely important to, to this team and our, the rest of our season, um, shoot, I, I couldn't be any happier right now. Shoot. Dad gum couldn't be any happier. Um, shoot, I, I couldn't be any happier right uh, now. Clearly. That's he, probably what he says about his new gig, too. Yeah, well, I, I, he, there was a quote somewhere from him yeah, about it. Let it let was, me find and it. And it was a very lengthy one, not to be, you know, I know you guys aren't shocked by this, but it was kind of a, a wordy quote it about was, the job. And I was hoping to find audio of him actually saying it, but I guess it was just like a statement. Yeah. Uh, it says, I can't wait to be part of this team at ESPN and share the perceptive and passion I have for the game I love since retiring. I've thought about football every day, and I'm truly excited for this next chapter. 
You know, to be an analyst in the National Collegiate Athletic Association, working for the Entertainment Sports and Programming Network, this is a really big deal for me, and I'm just glad to be doing it. I'm excited I for this still, opportunity. I know I keep saying this, but I want to know, like, who watched Brock, like, at the podium and thought, this is going to be awesome, other than us? I think maybe everybody just turned them down. Like, is it a joke? Is this some sort of goof? Is that what we're dealing with right now? Did they hire? Is it like Major League? Did they hire him to tank it? Is this like, uh, you know, the Indians? Hey, who the hell are these guys? Pedro Serrano? Who the fuck are these dudes? Maybe they did that because the owner of ESPN wants the show to fail. Don't play any more Brock without me. All right, so we have to take a break from Brock because Jilly has to see what Luther is doing. This would be a good time to remind everybody that you can... Make donos. Every $100 equals a shot. Now you know. Uh, Brad Hall says, did you see the one from ASU when he was joining the basketball team? No, but that sounds pretty epic. I did see one from ASU where they beat Illinois, and he's up at the podium. He's like, hey, do you guys know how many presidents come from Illinois? And they're all guessing. He's like, nope, you're wrong. Nope, you're wrong. Nope, you're wrong. So, uh... Jilly is making her return, which means we can continue Brocktoberfest. He's going around like he wants more food, and I put food in his bowl and he runs away. Well, I guess we'll have to see as we commence with Brocktoberfest in, a, in July, of course. All right, here we go. This one is titled Brock Laser. Brock Laser. The laser certainly was very distracting. You know, I've never experienced, you know, a laser um, being shined into my eyeball during a, a football game, let alone a professional football game in the National Football League. So I think that was certainly disappointing. But at the end of the day, that's not why we lost the game. You know, that was just one small factor, but it certainly um, affected how, how I was playing and, you know, able to see downfield and whatnot. And of course, we know it was Miguel. <laughs> We're fooled again, uh, Miguel. Like, that couldn't have worked out any better for us like the whole lead-up we did the whole joke with the room service and miguel and everything yeah and then sure enough someone <laughs> is shining a goddamn laser in his eyeball in mexico and i've never who had else could it be i've never had a laser shined into my eyeball before let alone in the national football league football he game said during a game so has he ever had it like has he previously had a laser shine in his eyeball in another situation he feels like the kind of doof that people would have just harassed by shooting laser beams into his eyeball the laser certainly was very distracting you know i've never experienced you know a laser um, being shined into my eyeball during a, a football game let alone a professional football game in the national football league so i think that was certainly disappointing but at the end of the day that's not why we lost the game you know that was just one small factor but it certainly um, affected how how i was playing and, you know, able to see downfield and whatnot. And whatnot. That's how, that impacted how I was able to see downfield and whatnot. thing is, if I recall, I don't remember Brock playing much differently in that game. Well, because he sucked all the I time. Know. Fun fact about Brock, he sucked all the time. So you got that going for you. What if tomorrow at SummerSlam they replace Brock Lesnar with Brock Osweiler? That'd be great. They're like, Brock said, I'm not doing this shit anymore because there's no more Vince McMahon. So guess what? We had to find a replacement from the college football league or college football broadcasts on ESPN eight. Ladies and gentlemen, Brock Osweiler. One Brock for another Brock. Yep. Two Brocks, one cup. All right. This one is labeled. Um, There's a visual. Brock lethal weapon. I, you know what this was, I think. So, Okay. So there was a time when Brock had like this, like they scored and he had this really audible, like, woo, yell. 
So I think we we added that to a scene from Lethal Weapon. I think like, that's got to be what this is. Do you really want to jump? Do you want to? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. What do you mean? Oh. 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 See, that was fun. That was fun. So if you didn't know, I guess that when the guy jumps, that scream is Brock. Was that when Vandermeer screamed, Houston, we have a quarterback? I don't know if that was the same play or not. It might have been, because that was against uh, the Colts, if I recall, and they came back and won. We were at that mm-hmm. game, and we left. Yeah. By the time we got home, the Texans had come back and won, I think in overtime. And that's when Vandermeer goes, Houston, we have a quarterback. We didn't. Yeah, fun <laughs> newsflash. Do you really want to jump? Do you want to? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. What do you mean? Let's go. 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 And I texted Vandermeer. I'm like, you feel stupid, don't you? Like, that's the, but and like, no one he, will ever forget that call. No, that's what I, sucks. Like, the, of all, like, because Mark's so good. Yeah. But like, of all the calls, like, everyone will always remember. Houston, we have a quarterback. Well, I think he was he was caught up in the moment. Yes. He was caught up. Didn't he drop a Brock and roll too? Uh, he might have. You know what? You know what that was? That was the ultimate example of like, you know, dudes banging a chick and like right in the middle of it, it's like, by the way, I love you. And then, like, right after, you're like, they don't love each other. Right. They, he, I don't love you, don't know, you feel really stupid? That's what Vandermeer did that day. That was think, his big moment. Do you think Mark would ever come on this podcast? Yeah. We should get him on and ask him what he thinks, like, Brock will be like as a color commentator. Here's the problem. He's not going to say anything bad. Can you just text him so that I know? <laughs> I can't share it with anybody. <laughs> well, I would like and to And I, I don't want to speak for him. <laughs> But my guess is that he's going to think he's going to be terrible. That would be my guess. And I will not tell any of you that because I will not tell you my private conversations with my friends on the telephone. But I will tell you that if I had to guess, knowing what I know about Mark and what he thinks is good, I would say that he will think he sucks or will suck. What if, like, Brock ends up being the greatest at this job? Like, he's new Tony Romo. Like, people forget all about Tony. Wouldn't that be something? Like, he takes the world by storm. And it's like, we got to get this guy in the pros. And everybody's like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, because. Like, forget like, Brady. We don't want him anymore. Nope. Well, here's what we have decided we've decided that Tom Brady does not need $50 million a year to call games. We're going to bring in Brock. Everybody, Brock's here. And then, like, he becomes such a big thing. Like, he becomes an analyst on, like, inside the NBA. You're like, why is. Why did he take Shaq's spot? No, like, he's like the um, like football Chuck. Oh God! Wouldn't that be sad? Like, like maybe he is. Maybe they'll sudden, let him cut loose, and all of a sudden he's gonna be like the funniest fucking dude ever. Like all of a sudden, like Brock's doing subway commercials and FanDuel commercials, and 
whatever other commercial Charles Barkley's in. Or it could be a weird phenomenon where for whatever reason the rest of the world thinks he's great, but he's still the same dude. So we're all sitting here like, what? I don't, what is happening? Are we in like some sort of weird like alternate universe? Yeah, it's going to turn into like, boy, like he's really thorough. Like he really offers a lot. We're like, no, he doesn't. He offers nothing. He says so much to say nothing. Like this one. This one is labeled Brock more of touchdowns job as an offensive unit is to score touchdowns and put together multiple drives that result in touchdowns and um, we struggled with that this year i can't quite put my thumb on that but i will certainly always stand up and you know point the finger at myself you know uh, bottom line you know being the quarterback of this football team having the ball in my hand every single play i need to find a way for us to score touchdowns and and certainly a lot more of touchdowns moving forward (laughs) that's my i think that's my favorite one and yeah. I will just I just really hope we get a more of touchdowns on some broadcast this and, year. And certainly a lot more of touchdowns. A lot more forward. of touchdowns moving forward. Not just more of touchdowns, a lot more of touchdowns. I mean, and, and certainly a lot more of touchdowns. You know what we're forward. gonna have to do. What's that? Once we find out what game he's calling first. What's that? Is we're going to have to make a Brock drinking game. We're gonna have to do like a watch along on Twitch. It'll be at like 1.30 in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> and we're gonna be like, guys, what time is yeah, it's 1.30 a.m. Sunday morning, and Arizona State is playing Cal, and you know, it's it's in the third quarter, and we're like, guys, we're all getting hammered together. And it's gonna be lit. It's a just we'll bring the TV in here, and we'll bring our little TV and set it up over here, and we will watch whatever that game is, and it will be glorious. All right, moving on. This one is labeled Brock Pagano. Oh, okay. This is the one where somebody uh, asked him about, you know, the quarterback getting too much blame and too much credit. Because Chuck Pagano said something about it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the the lead in is the reporter going, well, you know, Chuck Pagano said you might be getting too much, uh, you know, too much of the blame and too much credit. And this is what it went. Oh, I I understand what he's saying, um, you know, because. Um, I've heard so many coaches say that exact same thing before. Um, you know, whether I was the quarterback or somebody else was the quarterback, um, I've heard that saying. And so I understand it. Um, but certainly anytime, whether we win or lose, and we come in and we watch that tape on Monday, there's nobody who's harder on themselves um, than me. You know, I always believe um, that, you know, I can play better. You know, I'm striving for perfection every single week. Um, and, and so there, there's nobody that's ever going to judge um, themselves harder than, than, than my, my own self. Um, but I can certainly understand what Coach Pagano is saying. Literally, the question is, do you, like, do you think that the quarterback gets too much credit and too much blame? And he gives such a thoughtful answer to this question. Like, well, I have heard that before. Yeah, all I say is like, no, I get what Pagano was saying. It makes total sense. Instead, you get 40 seconds of... Oh, I, I understand what he's saying, um, you know, because... Um, I've heard so many coaches say that exact same thing before. (laughs) I've heard so many coaches say this very generic, benign statement. And uh, I agree with that. Sometimes the quarterback does get too much blame, but then sometimes he gets lots of credit. And that comes with the territory of being an NFL quarterback in the National Football League for the National Football League's Houston Texans football team of the NFL. That's what it comes down to. All right, this one is, uh, we're, oh, we're getting towards the end of these clips here. Uh, let's see, this just says Brock is frustrated. Frustrating. Um, you know, obviously my job as the quarterback of this team is, is to lead this offense to 
protect the football and to score points, score more points than the opposing team. Mm-hmm. And uh, today we weren't able to do that. And like I said, I feel like we're very close to exploding as an offense. And I've been saying that it seems like all season long, but it's true. We are we are three, four plays away from changing multiple football games. And and so because of that, I don't think we can get discouraged. You can't. There's no time to get discouraged. I choose to believe that this this clip is from like week 16 when the season, like, you know, I've been saying all year that we're very close. Like, well, Brock, you're 15 games into it. I think it's done, friend. I think we know what you are. I also like how it's. But he led him to the playoffs. That's true. You know, you know, we're only like four or five plays away from being great. That's a lot of plays. That's a lot of plays to, to be away from being great, is all I'm saying, bro. God, I'm so glad he's back. I know. I can't wait. I can't I, wait till we see what game he's doing first. It's like ESPN did this for us. That's what I'm saying. I don't I, understand. Like, did someone who made this call, like, did they used to listen to our show? And they're like, I've got a great idea. Guys, I know the guy. <coughs> like, it it's, doesn't make any sense. No, and it, like, it's like a gift. We have been given this gift. And, and it's not like he's a handsome fella like like Matt Liner. You're like, okay, he's handsome. He can speak. Let's no, throw him on TV. This is a big gangly giraffe of a man who's not handsome and he's a doof. So he's like a Wyoming he's where is he from? Wyoming, I think. He's a Wyoming doof. Brock is like kind of the poster boy for doof. He is. He's like He's not ugly, okay? Like he's a decent looking guy. He's not hideous, right? Well, he's not Matt Liner. No, but who is? Right, he's a he's a decent looking well, dude. He's I'm not hideous. Is he's not the guy that you see, and you're like, let's put him on TV. I get that, but like, he's not Popeye Jones. He's a decent enough looking guy, right? So he's decent enough. So like, he's like typical like handsome idiot. He's from Idaho. Idaho, they're the same fucking place. Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, the Dakotas—they're all the same fucking place. There's 18 people and 4,000 billion bison. What does it matter? All right, I got one more to play for Brocktoberfest. This just says Brock parody is all this is labeled as. I think this is the Brock uh, training video. That makes sense. Which actually really works out well to, to culminate all this classic Brock audio. Discover quarterback training from the NFL's most overpaid and underperforming quarterback. Osweiler dancing in the pocket, throws to Hopkins, and it's intercepted by the Titans. It's the idiot's guide to obvious football things by an idiot. In this exciting videotape featuring Brock Osweiler of the NFL's National Football League team, the Houston Texans, who play in the NFL, Brock will go into great detail on the job of an NFL quarterback. Our job as an offensive unit is to score touchdowns and put together multiple drives that result in touchdowns. Learning from Brock is like being in an NFL team video session. If we could throw up the film right here and I can have the clicker and and walk you guys through, I think you would understand what I'm saying. With the growing concern for head injuries, Brock assures parents that the game is 100% safe. You know, I've never experienced, you know, a laser um, being shined into my eyeball during a, a football game, let alone a professional football game in the National Football League. While it may be safe, this NFL football game is not for everyone. You know, if if the National Football League was easy, everybody would do it. And once you've learned the <laughs> tricks of the trade, Brock will show you how to get to that ultimate prize. Ultimately, to get into the playoffs, you know, one way to do that is to win your division. And, and Coach has done a great job of explaining that to us. That's right. It's the Idiot's Guide to Obvious Football Things by an Idiot. Brock Osweiler can help take you to the next level. If you don't believe me, just ask Atlanta Braves superstar Fred McGriff. This is the instruction video that gets results. Act now and we'll throw in exclusive audio of NFL head coach Bill O'Brien explaining to Brock how to make the playoffs. In the National Football League, it's about winning. 
That's about winning. That's right. For only $19.95, you can own the Idiot's Guide to Obvious Football Things by an Idiot. Call now. Strong. See, we've really got to do this. This Bill O'Brien, Brock Osweiler audio mashup. I think so. I think that'll be that'll be the goal. Yeah, we've got big goals for sure. Big hopes. So there was one more. Oh, I just had the damn thing, and I accidentally uh, xed out of it. But there was one more piece of Brock audio in here. Let me see what it was labeled. Ah, damn it! I don't know what it was labeled. But oh no, proof and fill. Okay, this is one that we. I, I don't know that we even played, but I saw it today. So Brock was asked when he got traded to Cleveland, he was asked by the Cleveland media people if he was good enough to be a quarterback in the NFL. Let's see here. Lock out some outside noise. Uh, trust your process. Believe in your process. Stick to it. And, uh, you know, just believe in what you're doing and, and try to get a little bit better every single day. Brock, if you played... If you play the way you played last year in Houston, is that good enough to help this team win, or how much better do you need to be? You know, I'm not going to compare the two situations because, uh, one, they're two different teams. Um, they're two different systems offensively, how we do things. Um, my sole focus right now is on this system, this team, and uh, being my absolute best I can possibly be for the Cleveland Browns. But are you good enough to be a starting quarterback in this league? I mean, regardless Absolutely. of the system. Absolutely. Why? <laughs> I, th I think the proof is in the film for the past two years. But I, but some people would say the proof's not in the film from last year. It's okay. And he goes, that's okay. I like the laugh. too. like, <laughs> the proof is in the film. The proof's in the film. You were fucking terrible those two years. Why? <laughs> I, th I think the proof is in the film for the past two years. No, he never even actually played for Cleveland, correct? <laughs> no. like they traded him in Miami. And then he, he, I think he played a little bit in Miami. Yeah, I forgot had, like, that he ended up in Miami. He had that like three-week stretch, and that's where Brocktober came from. Oh, fuck, that's because, great. Because like, he led them to like four straight wins or something ridiculous. <laughs> I, I think the proof is in the film for the past two years. <laughs> like he's, so, he's like so cocksure about it. He's like, let me tell you something. Proof is in the film, dick. Hey, asshole, guess what? Proof's in the film deal with it maybe you should go back and watch some of those games i played let us not forget that the great owner of the uh of the houston texans a man by the name of um uh, bob mcnair bob mcnair said i was basically a rookie let when i went to green bay and you know lost to to the packers in the snow i was basically a rookie who's got a better record with the texans brock or deshaun uh you know what i'm i'm thinking deshaun i don't know brock well didn't Brock team the playoffs twice or once? I think he only played one year. I thought he was there too. Why? Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I think the proof is in the film for the past two years. <laughs> I think that, hey, why don't you go back and watch the film, Chief? Hey, what's your name? Steve? Hey, Steve, why don't you go fuck yourself and go watch the film? Hey, hey, dickface? Hey, ass clown? Hey, go check that out. Well, you know, yeah, you're right. It was only just one year of Brock, really. Yeah. Man, it's, it felt like so much longer. And I want to say Brock was maybe eight and eight. Or no, seven and eight or something because, or eight and seven because he missed a game. I thought, well, he benched him eventually. Yeah. But then they made the playoffs, and then he and then and like they like the third string quarterback for the Raiders had to play. Or was that the year the third string quarterback played for the Raiders? Yeah, I think it was. I think they all kind of run then together. They went on and then they lost to the Patriots eventually. Ah, right? that was one of those years. I think so. Or yeah, because I don't think they lost in the first round with Brock because I, the, like Brock played. And I think won the playoff game against the Raiders, and the Raiders had the was it a dude from Penn State that was the quarterback, maybe some jabroni. It wasn't like Matt McGloin or somebody, was it? It might have been Matt. Yeah, uh, McGloin. 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 
One of those dudes. Because remember there was a big talk because, uh, like, O'Brien was the coach at one point at Penn State, obviously, and one of his quarterbacks was available. Yeah, the Texans finished 9-7. and seven. They actually tied with Tennessee, but with the tiebreaker, they made they won the division. But what was – I think Brock didn't play a couple games, so I think his record wasn't 9-7. and seven. I think the team was 9-7, and seven, and I think he was, like, 7-7 seven and seven, maybe because he didn't play every game. How about that? What a time it and was, yeah, though. So they did. They beat the uh, the Raiders twenty seven to fourteen in the first round. Was it McGloin? Was he the quarterback? And then they lost thirty four to uh, sixteen to the Patriots. Yeah. And I'm guessing, like, it's such a blur. I'm guessing Brock played that game, but I, think I don't he remember. Did. He did. But you know what I miss? And this is a, this is random. I can't believe he only played one season. I know. And then they were able to trade him, like uh, you know, in the off season. It was a big deal. Now, another Brock thing, you know, somebody asked me and sent me a message about the Brock, the Asweiler can, right? And a guy sent us a picture of the Asweiler can not that long ago oh, yeah. and said that somehow he got a hold of it and it's out in his backyard. It exists. It's he just has the Asweiler can. And uh, I don't know what the hell happened to that picture. It was in a tweet, I think, and I don't know if I screenshotted it or not. But, uh, yeah, he's got that. He's got that. Uh, the, the Asweiler can is not dead. But uh, it is just in some dude's backyard. I still I have questions how it got there. I really do. Well, somebody from 790 gave it to well, him. We were told that someone at 790 threw it out. Well, I don't know that I believe that. And that it was gone. Like I don't think someone went digging through the trash and was like, oh, I'm going to take the Asweiler can. Someone gave it to him. But why would they have still had it? That's the, that's the baffling part. Where was it? I don't know. I don't know. Had to figure it out, though. Never found that drop again, though. Nope, that's the only one. Ace Gilmore says it's 55 and raining. Bill O'Brien, it's 50 and rain, John. You have that on the other computer. Yeah, I know. I got to get all those on this computer, but I found that the other day. I mean, John, I mean, 50 and rain, John, that's that's certainly one that we do have. That is one that we are in possession of right now. Yes. And we, I found some classics that I can, you know, load into here. And if I had the clicker, I'd show you guys. I could walk but you through I it. I could walk you through it if I had the clicker. But I don't have the clicker. Ah, boy. It's somebody's saying that there was there a fight at a pizza place or something. I just saw something on TMZ got pushed from behind and didn't fight back. What the hell are we talking about? I don't know. I need to find these things out. I, I need know. to know. I don't know. I don't know. Got to figure it out, though. I'm so disappointed we never found that. I know. That's that's what I'd like to have back, you know? But, like, when you get fired, and the, here's one of my bigger issues, is a, I didn't have, like, a Gmail back then. So it was either Jim would send stuff to my Yahoo mail or it would go to our iHeart mail. Well, once we got fired and they shut down my iHeart email, all the, that audio went away. So I didn't have it anymore. So I lost a lot of stuff that way. I've learned my lesson. So. Yeah, that's what Because for the longest time, we'd always tell you, I think Jim told you the same thing. Like, you can't just save stuff in your station email because the second they fire you, it's all gone. And it was. But, um. It is gone now. A lot of, there was a lot of shit we had that was gone. And that's something that I kind of regret. The same regret. thing happened to you at WIPay. Yeah, I lost a lot of stuff there, too. You should have learned from that one. But I didn't. I don't learn things. Fortunately, now I don't do anything good enough to keep. So that's not an issue. Like, I'm not going to look back on anything and go, hey, remember that bit I did in Nashville? Actually, no, neither do I. So uh, it's not like there's anything that I'm going to look back on and go, that was worth sending out to people. But I did... Um, but we had a lot of those with me and Jim. Like, I have some stuff that is, that is in my email, but I don't have nearly as much as I should have. Because we did some fun shit. Me and Jim and you did. 
at WIP, it was what it was. You know, some was fine, but like there was a lot of memorable shit that happened at the um, at 790. And then you know, what are you gonna do? Did you guys see the story about the? Uh, I mean, you guys probably all follow Outkick, so of course you saw it. But there was a uh, a story about this this representative that was playing in this this congressional softball game, some heavy set broad from uh, California. And apparently she flipped off the, the, the Republican dugout after she got out. Mm. This little hefty girl. And oh boy, this really hurt the vagina of Clay Travis and his friends that read OutKick. This really upset them. Yes, the same guy whose slogan used to be, don't be a pussy, is angry and sad that some fat woman flipped off the dugout. Yes, the same people who if Trump went up to a podium and shit on a child, they'd be like, hey, you got to learn how to deal with it, bro. Back in my day, I got shit on too. My dad literally shit on my face. The same people that get worked up over that shit and would be all like, yeah, or like, can you believe that she flipped them off? What hor- What a horrible cunt. What a terrible person. Yes, the don't be a pussy people, the I'd kill for some mean tweets these days are the same ones that are butthurt over some fat woman flipping off some Republicans. Yeah, but they'll tell you they're only doing that because that's what the other side does. Well, here's here's, here's the thing. You don't have to be pussies like they are. They're pussies. Totally. They bitch and whine over everything. Like, you'll be badass as if, like, the Republican people would just be badasses and say, we don't give a fuck. Like, cool. It's like, there was one time, remember, um... The first time I ever fucked with Miss Anelli was a time that that whole thing went down where um, where the, the dude from the uh, the Giants, Victor Cruz, got hurt in a game against the Eagles. And um, and Miss Anelli tweets something like, why don't you dance to that? Because Victor Cruz used to dance a lot, yep, you know, he's salsa. And then uh, and then he got hurt on that play. And then like front page of the, the New York Post said filthy because it looked like there was some McDougal cheering that the guy got hurt. When in reality, I had no idea if the guy got hurt. It was just a one picture and they were fucking with this dude. It was terrible. So Miss Anelli goes on the air or he tweets like, won't you dance to that? And that tweet made like the front page of the New York Post or something. So I went on the air and I was a pussy and I was like, oh my God, can you believe this guy did this? Oh my God, what a piece of shit ripping this guy is hurt. And Andy goes, you realize that that's the kind of shit you do. So if you're ripping him for doing that, then you're basically ripping yourself for all the shit you do. So like it doesn't like rip him for other shit that you don't do, but like you know that that's an overreaction. Like the guy didn't do anything wrong. It's just people being overly sensitive. So don't join the fucking mob and be overly sensitive about it. And I'm like, you're right, Andrew Bloom. Good point. You're right. But like these dudes, he's, like I fucking hate Outkick with a passion. Can you hand me a beer before you I go mean, on another just rant? A fucking passion. I hate these guys. And again, I know it's easy to say, oh, it's because they didn't put your podcast on. No, but they were. Oh, sorry, Joey. But they were different at that point. This is before Clay became like dime store Rush Limbaugh, like dollar store Rush Limbaugh. And it was just dudes doing a sports thing and they were calling out hypocritical athletes. And I was like, oh, I kind of dig this. Before it became like they, they became whining cunty people. And to me, that's what OutKick is. They are the voice of the whiny, cunty Republicans. Not everybody is a whiny, cunty Republican, but they are like the face of whiny, cunty Republicans. And if you're really like angry or upset that some fat woman, a Democratic representative from California flipped off the dugout, like get the fuck over yourself. You're just whiny assholes and you're no better than the people you claim are whiny assholes. So be better. 
Go do something else. Don't bitch about it. Oh, but we got to because they they think they can get away with everything. So we got to be the ones that tell them they can't get away with everything. And there's double standards. No fucking shit, dick fuck. There's double standards everywhere. And they fucking suck. Double standards fucking blow. But you know what? It's the reality of the way certain things are. And you getting on there telling people to not be pussies, then being a pussy, that's rich. So congratulations. Like, I just haven't, I don't even know if my hate for them is irrational or if it's totally rational because essentially what they've got is they are like Dollar Tree Rush Limbaugh and like, but without talent. Like, I don't think anybody associated with them has talent. I don't think Clay has talent. I think Clay is just a shit disturber. I think it's time that you unfollow all these outkick people. I do. It people, I don't, I don't follow them. They retweet it. Mm. Like it gets retweeted and I'll see it. Like I do follow one guy that does like their sports show here locally. But like, like the one that's like Outkick 360, which I guess isn't the political thing. Like it's hard to differentiate. But like I don't follow Clay. I don't follow any of these people. I don't think I follow the Outkick like dude, the nobody that gets on there and bitches about shit. Like I don't think I follow any of these people. If I do, I'll go and follow them. Because I went through like purged like a couple months ago. I'm like, I ain't following any of these fucking political people unless they follow me, in which case I don't want to lose a follower. Who would want to do that? That'd be just bad for business. But like for the most part, I try not to follow political people except uh, Lenny. I can't abandon Lenny. Lenny's hilarious. He is. So I follow him. Uh, But I don't really follow a lot of political people because I think they're all fucking lunatics and they put me in a bad mood. I already wake up in a bad mood most days. But what I really don't need is to read political shit on the Internet and get in a bad mood. Like, I didn't go seeking out this story about the fat woman that flipped anybody off. It just ended up in my feed. And that's truly the only place that the story has been, though, because I saw nothing about this. I I bet you most people listening have no fucking clue, like, what I'm talking about. But, like, I saw it on OutKick, and I'm guessing it was a big talking point on the Clay and Buck fucking abortion. So, which is fitting, like that they're anti-abortion, yet that show's on the radio. Fitting. That's your favorite joke. It is. I'm going to go back to it again and again. <laughs> and if I had the clicker, and if I had the clicker, I'd show you the art of that shitty joke, and I would let you know how it breaks down. We could look at the film, but I'll tell you, I'm all for that. But like, and I know that a lot of our people in here like probably listen to this, and they're like, "Oh, you're just an asshole," or "Oh, I like Clay Buck." I don't know who can listen to that and take pleasure from it because it's just two whiny white dudes. Like, it just comes across as, "Hey, why can't we say the N word too?" Type of shit is basically what it comes down to. JJ Head says Limbaugh was hilarious. He was clever. Travis is just lazy and angry. I agree. Now, especially early Rush. Early Rush like was a satirist and was really good, a great satirist and a solid radio personality. Also, Clay we, is not. While we're talking about Rush, I don't even know why you attempted to DVR this fucking Vice uh, Dark Side of the '90s about Rush Limbaugh. Sure, like so it's that series Dark Side of the '90s, and like on this episode, it's why the Tamagotchi was the devil, like that type of thing. Well, one of them was about Rush Limbaugh and, like, the birth of hate radio or some shit. And I'm like, all right, I'm interested. I'm curious to see what they say. And um, Jilly goes, all right, let's see how long you can watch this without turning it off and deleting the the DVR. And I forgot what they said at some point, but, like, it was about 20 seconds in, and it's like, Rush Limbaugh is the one person that separated this country more than anybody. I'm like, I've had enough. Goodbye. I don't even like Rush Limbaugh, but I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yes, Rush Limbaugh destroyed the world. You caught it. Rush Limbaugh is the reason why everybody's fucking It might have been something about, like, like white supremacy in there, too. Like, I believe race was brought into it, like, within 30 seconds. (laughs) Well, it was like that, uh, like, when we watched, I didn't know that when we watched the, uh, the, the 1990, 
99 Woodstock movie that we were going to just get ambushed with white people suck commentary the whole time. Well, that's everything. Like, they yeah. hide that shit. They do it well. You watch and like, oh, this looks cool. Shit's on fire and whatnot. I'm going to watch the Woodstock 99 documentary, right? Then you turn it on, and the whole fucking thing was about how white people are terrible. And I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to watch this about how terrible white people are. This is dumb. Fuck you. Should we end the podcast portion of this? Sure. Why not? I can do that. Well, it's it's an hour five, so it's going to be Yeah, I will edit some of that out anyway from earlier today. From I'll edit some of the pod to, of the you know trying to reason with this terrorist over here, uh, but we'll edit some of that out whenever I do post it. But anyway, goodbye.